Welcome everybody to the Salon Professional Podcast and we are offering an update today with Craig on April 2nd, 2020 to our recording from yesterday. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? I am fabulous. Now you called me and said we got to get on right now. So we must have an interesting update going on Um, and I'm guessing this is about the PPP. It is. It is. Um, And as I said yesterday, everything changes until the loan uh, the loan board officially comes out. So there's been new interpretations of the the loan program, which is still all very positive. I want everyone to understand there's nothing to be concerned. Yesterday, I thought it was a slam dunk for 100% of the salons. Now, after learning a little bit more about what some of the new interpretations are of it uh it probably looks like it's going to be a really good thing for 75 to 80 percent of the salons so i just wanted to kind of bring everyone up to speed but i preface all of this by having open dialogue with your loan officer in making sure that you understand clearly what is be what you were uh signing up for and what you were dealing with because even when it comes out um the loan, the program's supposed to start tomorrow, I believe, April 3rd, but for sole proprietors, it's not going to be till uh, April 10th. So it kind of depends on how you file your taxes and whether you're on a Schedule C or if you're a K-1 from an LLC and stuff like that. So you might not be able to, to file for this till April 10th. But I want you to be very, very clear with your loan officer exactly what you're committing to because the language has some gray areas. Like is this new language that they've added? It, it's not new language that's added. It's a different interpretation okay. of what was originally what was originally uh, provided. So they didn't change anything other than the interpretation has changed. So that's why you need to make sure that uh, you get all the information from the loan officer that's that's correct so you know exactly what you're doing. So the way the new interpretation or the way the interpretation is now coming through is that you will have to rehire your complete team for the eight-week period in order for this to be completely forgiven. The way the interpretation was yesterday was that you could get the loan and then you needed to rehire people before June 30th. Okay, That's, so you're saying when you apply for the loan, you have to get everyone back on payroll once the loan is approved? Correct. Okay. So your your headcount <laughs> declined and or, and this is where it starts to get gray area, the wages, the salaries and wages can't decrease either. So the reason why that's important for salons to know is a lot of your stylists are at full commission. So if you take your if you take your yearly wage or yearly payroll, you're going to be guaranteeing them with this loan their full commission on what they average for a week with their commission. So it won't be based on uh, an hourly wage. It won't be based on um, like minimum wage or just a a ten dollar an hour. You're going to you're going to be basing this loan is gonna be based off of what their wage had been, their average wage had been a month. And that's what you're going to have to make sure that you're gonna have to guarantee that you're gonna continue to pay that for the eight week period. If you do that, the loan's completely forgiven. And really where 
everything, the reason why this went from 99% of the salon should do it to now 75 to 80% of the salon should be looking at it is a, there's a little bit more risk now okay. with this than it was yesterday. Uh, and so I'm going to try and kind of outline some of the things that I see where the risk is. There's still the great thing about this loan is there's no collateral that you have to put up for the loan and there's no personal guarantee that's required for the loan and there's no fees to have this loan uh, process. So it's that particular part of it still has zero risk, which is awesome. Uh, where the risk comes in really has to do about where your location is. Where your and location I, is? Yes. Okay. The reason being is every state is it started their shelter in place at a different time. Okay. So to give you an example, we started our, our shelter in place. New Hampshire started a shelter in place a week ago. Right. So, and we're planning on the shelter in place being lifted by May 4th currently right now. So with that in mind, that totally works. Uh, New Florida York, just started. Yep, Florida, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Florida just started. Like yesterday. New, <laughs> New York's in the epicenter. So who right. knows when New York's going to open up? Connecticut is, is heavily affected with it also. So there's not as much of a clear time frame when we're going to be back in business from that standpoint. So, so that's why there's some the risk. Weeks they have to pay. So you're saying if I'm salon owner and I apply for this loan and I get it tomorrow, I yep. have to start paying payroll for eight weeks. Correct. So I can hire So they're not collecting unemployment anymore. I'm hiring them back. What happens if your business is not open in eight weeks? Like let's go worst case scenario. And that is, that's what I'm talking about, that there's some risks. So then what ends up happening is you have to put them back on unemployment. And what you basically did is you got a lifeline for eight weeks, um, and which is still great because if you hire everyone, that loan completely is forgiven. And you but still have the other, because it's two and a half times the payroll. So you still Correct. have the other money to pay your bills. Correct. Okay. So what what has happened, and the reason why I say there's risk is, A, give, give you an example. Virginia is not planning on reopening back up until June 10th. Okay. So th that's why there's some risk based around where you're located on how long the shelter in place is going to be in, in effect. And the other risk is, and we talked about it yesterday, if salon owners aren't diligent about managing um, the money and they just, they could, because you have to be, the way that the I'm reading it is they're saying that at least 75% of this has to go to payroll. Okay. So you, yes, you can pay your rent. Yes, you can pay uh, your utilities and everything like that. But if all of a sudden your rent and your utilities and your bills exceed 25% of that loan, 75% of this loan has to go to payroll. Okay. Do you, so that's why they give you two and a half. There's just a few changes to it. So which, I guess, who would you 
and it's hard to say, are you saying people that are in states that it's really unclear um, should not apply or, and I'm, I might be hearing that incorrectly or what? Like, I think you're hearing it incorrectly. I'm just okay. talking about um, higher level of risk okay. with the loan because the worst case scenario is you do this for, for eight weeks and you have to put everyone back on unemployment after the eight weeks have done. Um, that is the worst case scenario. And then you're basically back to square one right now. So you, you basically found a buffer for, for eight weeks. The thing that when I was, when I was reading the, uh, the 75% started to make me nervous a little bit because I know there are a lot of salons that are in um, rental locations that they're paying way too much for rent. Sure. So if your rent expense is really out of whack compared to what your business is at, that's where you're starting to get taking some under, you're taking a little bit more risk with this loan. Now, the great thing is, is this is a two-year loan, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's 0.5% interest rate. So for all intents and purposes, there's almost no interest rate for for relative terms and it's two years to pay it off but again i started this whole um discussion over a week or so ago through the podcast in reference to i really didn't want salons to get in debt for this i didn't think i thought that the that the government should have a program that didn't put salon owners further in debt but what this is doing is for 80 to 75 to 80 percent of the salons it doesn't but if you're one of the salons that your rent and your expenses are astronomical compared to the revenue that you're bringing in in uh, compared to your payroll you're you could be uh adding additional risk to yourself because that 25 percent isn't going to cover your rent is what you're saying so that's what i'm saying okay so you have 25% of this loan you can take to pay your rent, your utilities, catch you up on those things. 75% has to go to payroll. Worst case scenario is that the salon is not operating after the eight weeks and we have to put them back on unemployment. I, I don't, I don't have employees. So aren't owners right now that don't you have to pay into unemployment? So would it save you that too? You know what I mean? Like, don't you have to pay for each employee that's on unemployment? Okay. You do. So there is, um, yes, there's, there, it's just, the program is still a really great program. So I'm not trying to discourage anyone. Sure, just bringing clarity to it. I'm and bringing then- clarity because yesterday it was like, this is a slam dunk. Everyone should do it. And right. now I'm after, after new interpretations have come through, I'm like, hmm, I think people need to sit down and, and weigh the options. Um, it still sounds like it's really good oh Um, absolutely but my question so you have to hire back everyone including like support staff correct everyone so every employee um is this something is evolved still thinking of participating in this loan or i'm just curious okay we we still are we're what we're our biggest concern is right now what we're trying to figure out is uh if this goes past the eight weeks uh, can people file unemployment again? Because we did have to have a layoff. Sure. So how does the unemployment thing going to work? And that's some gray area we don't know 
as of right now. My guess is that they will be able to go back on unemployment if we can't get out of this in an eight-week period, or if we can't at least start to generate uh, some revenue so that we can stay open with all of the employees. Uh, but that is that's an unknown right now, and that is another variable that has some risk to it. So there's but just yeah, a little bit still- more risk attached to this, but just so it's last question, just to be real clear, if you yeah. hire everyone back, you're saying you don't have to pay this loan back. Correct. You have to make sure that, and that's why I'm saying that 75%, because remember we were, we were joking, we were kind of being facetious about going to buy a new car right. and go through all this. Like I'm serious as a heart attack. 75% of this loan has to go back to your employees for payroll. Or you paying it back. <laughs> or you're paying or you're paying this loan back. And I guess that's why I wanted to make sure we had this podcast today. It's like absolutely this is no now it's like really no joke. Like this is yes, this is a lifeline. This isn't free money though. And that's really kind of the distinction I wanted people to understand. I still I still believe as of right now until, I mean, it's not official until tomorrow, but as of right now, I still believe this is a really, really great program for small businesses. Um, And just kidding. I have one more question. Is there still those stipulations in place? Like what if you hire 50% back, then you just pay part of the loan back? Correct. There is still, so the reduction in headcount will also, or the reduction in salary so when you bring them back, like you can't bring it back a stylist that was generating uh, $3,000 a week in revenue and you were paying them, I don't know, uh, $1,200 to $1,400 a week in, in their, their payroll. You can't all of a sudden bring them back and have just be paying them $10 an hour. You're paying them the twelve to $1,400 that they exactly. work at. Okay. Does that make sense? Like Absolutely. that's why. No, you're paying the wage that they earned, and so yep. what will happen is it'll get averaged. Is that kind of correct? Yeah, you, you take the last twelve months, and that's how they average it out. It's the okay. last twelve months worth of payroll. So that's why it, there's there's more uh, there's more things tied to it than there was yesterday, and my fear is there's going to be even more things tied to it tomorrow. But well, as of today, this is I where think we're it at. just helps people spend, if I'm hearing it correctly, which I think I am, it sounds like it helps us spend this money more responsibly. Absolutely. And, it, and now the government's not risking that people, you know, Jerry's not going to go out and buy the Louis Vuitton, right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You know, we got to keep him in control. He wants that belt, you know? He wants uh, that new Louis belt and the Gucci belt. <laughs> so now he can't do that. I think it just... I, and I think it's smarter. And if we think about our tax dollars and what we pay, and I, I prefer this in a way that people are going to have to spend this in the correct way. So and correctly. And, uh, and that's why I still think it's a good program. I'm really happy with what the government's doing. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be great for uh, the majority of small businesses out there, but I've just want to be reiterate. Cause I've seen, cause I see, uh, salon owners profit and loss statements all the time and I see what they do with their money and I just want them to understand there's nothing free here. This There right. are very specific ways that they're looking for you to use this money. So this is not to get you out of debt. You can't- You're not paying you know, the visa bill. 
correct. None of that with this. And so it not to not to scare you, not to tell you no. not to do it. I still think it's a good thing, but understand what you're signing and read all of the fine print and ask the questions to the loan officer to make sure that you understand exactly what you're getting involved in. Now I have to ask you, and I don't want you to get mad at me for asking you this, but I'm going to do it because I know you guys are private when it comes to this. You guys are doing some major donations right now. And I know you like to do this behind the scenes, but tell me, I just want to tell people what we're doing with our hand sanitizer because you know, we've had to do things like temporarily lay off people and, you know, think decisions that are so hard to make. And I just want people to hear some great things that are happening at Evolve right now. So can you share? I can't believe you just put me on the spot. I like know, this. I know, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Please um, don't. And I'm, you can't lay me off now because you're going to get the PPP. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to hire me back so you can be all mad. <laughs> what we oh god um i usually like to keep this behind the scenes uh but what we've what we have done is we've donated almost 500 gallons of hand sanitizer to all the first responders in uh the three major cities in new hampshire so uh manchester nashua uh salem concord actually for then Derry, the town that we're in. We've also done a lot with uh, some of the uh, hospitals. Uh, Concord Hospital was one. Elliott Hospital was another. And we just uh, figured out a deal where we're going to be able to supply. We're not able to donate all of it, but we're able to uh, make it easier. And we're going to supply over 1,500 gallons to uh, the Massachusetts is uh, setting up temporary um, testing centers and what we're doing is we're going to supply uh we've worked out a deal where with some local uh local businesses wanted to help us fund all of this so we're actually going to be supplying 1500 gallons of hand sanitizer to these pop-up crisis centers that are going to be going on in massachusetts so uh, that is fantastic and i just and i, I just want to we need positive right now and I just want everybody listening to this and our, you know, our amazing Evolve family to know these things are happening. There's feel good things going on. And um, we all just need a little bit of that, a dose of that right now, I think. So I'm proud to be a part of this company. And I'm so happy you guys are doing that. That's incredible. Because these are scary times. They're scary. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when salons are closed down, you know, essentially the, what we have no business, right? that's essentially what it is <laughs> so well thank you that for evolve you. for doing that and i'm sorry i put you on the spot but go ahead you can lay me off but you're just gonna have to bring me right back <laughs> thank you ppp <laughs> thank you very much lisa thank you everyone and you Be guys safe. will hear from us probably again tomorrow and the day after that so no i appreciate these updates and to me it still sounds like a win-win so thank you so much for this update and if you guys, I'm getting a lot of questions, Craig, should we um, have them email over or just really kind of push them towards their lender? I, I really would recommend them pushing them towards the lender yeah. uh, because I want to make sure that I'm providing you with guidance, but I also want to make sure that you getting the accurate information specifically from the horse's mouth of the person that you're signing the loan with. 
So yeah, I love that because I, I just had a couple messages pop up on our social media channels as we're talking. So I just want to encourage everybody to go, you know, talk to your banks. It's not that, you know, we're not bankers. We just you just have this information and now we're passing it on to you. And now we need you to work with your lenders and see what's right for your business. So yep. thank you so much. Have thank a you. fantastic day. And I'm sure we will meet again tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you loved it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social channels. Share this podcast with your industry friends. And don't forget to leave us a review. If you have ideas for upcoming episodes that you'd like us to cover, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, email us at socialmedia.com at EvolveSalonSystems.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we love bringing you great content for our incredible industry.